detective. Thrill me. Thanks for joining us again. Just Jared and I once again. Uh, this week's episode, we're going to South Korea for the train to Busan. But before we get to that, let's just do a little bit of up or down, Jared. A um, couple of movie trailers dropped. Uh, one in particular, I believe you said, was a possible film of the year. Uh, it's called The Fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't even fucking say that with a straight face. Uh, it's directed uh, by Fred Durst. I challenge, I challenge that. <laughs> I heard it. Directed by Fred Durst, uh, front man for Limp Biscuit. Yep. And stars John Travolta. Now, John needs to make better choices. He hasn't been making good choices recently. I'm not going to lie. I like, look, I was a Travolta fan back in the day. I enjoyed a bit of Pulp Fiction. I enjoyed a little bit of, you know, General's Daughter, that type of thing. He hasn't made a good film in a long time. And this is oh, not going to, to help him. Movie, <laughs> <No>. movie the <laughs> This is not going to help him. I'm, I, I don't know what the... They seem to have made him out to be slow or... I don't know. I don't know either. I, I, I don't know what kind of performance he's trying to go for in the trailer. And it, it's, it stinks a little bit of that... You know, the fan from many, many years ago, De Niro and Wesley Snipes. Mm. But with... Oh, I would have just said it stinks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it stinks. Is, are you an up or down on this one? Uh, I'm remembering your previous quotes <laughs> that I just gave me Well, movie of the year. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. John Travolta's going to bump Thomas Jane off, <laughs> off the throne. <laughs> Actor of the generation. No one knocks TJ often. No one puts TJ in the corner. Yeah, I'm baffled. I just don't... I don't know. Is don't it an know. up, though? Well, I know it's not an up, but I don't know what's what's going on. Because, the, like, the idea's not so bad. Like, it's, it's, it's obviously not a new one. But in the hands of Travolta. <laughs> but in the, yeah, the subtle nuance, nuanced portrayal that he seems to be delivering. <laughs> John, John Travolta's impressions of his, uh, you know, of people who attend Comic Con and things like that. Is, I, don't, I don't know. Um, hey, sorry, let me rephrase that. In the talents of Travolta, it's a shit fest. Um, but yeah, what? It's enough Look, for like me. A, like, a, like a. Like a um, you know, a master sort of pottery worker with a lump of clay. He's he's just kind of modelled it. <laughs> judging by the trailer, a lump of shit. You're he's, yeah, uh, judging by the trailer, he's pressed the accelerator on the wheel too hard. Or like you and I, uh, he was taken off the wheel and given um, the task of making a pinch pot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's making a pinch pot. <laughs> I, think <laughs> I, 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 I think he's even failed in the pinch pot stage. <laughs> but I, I, I'm going to give it an up because, quite frankly, I need to see this film. <laughs> I'm going to watch it, but I'm just, I, can't, I, I don't have know. To see this film. He, as I said, I. <clears throat> You know, there was a couple of lines that he delivered in the trailer that sounded like Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Travolta's clearly got more experience dealing with fans than I do. I'm not sure that... Recently. <laughs> I'm not sure they're all like 
I'm not sure they're all like uh, he is in this trailer. Uh, oh, yeah, it's an app, though. It's an app. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but see. I can't look. I can't judge the up or down on whether I'm going to see it because, fuck, of course I'm going to watch it. But I'm suggesting it will be a down after I watch it. The other one was The Hunt. It's a new one from Blumhouse. Yep. Directed by a guy by the name of Craig Zobel, who did a film a few years back called Compliance. It was actually a really interesting film because it was based on true events. Much like the fanatic. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, uh, And body, funnily enough. (laughs) It does. Betty Gilpin from um, Glow and Hilary Swank. It's nothing new. Quite frankly, it looks very similar to something like Hard Target. But... It looks like it'll be pretty solid. It won't have a guy with a dirty mullet, <laughs> dirty greasy mullet, who says, why they call you Chance? My mama took one. <laughs> That's not going to be in there, I don't think. But I think it'll probably be a solid little outing. Because yeah. it'll be a classic Blumhouse, mate. It'll be made Look, for fuck all. I think, we can all um, I think we can all agree that this high concept fair is um, far better dealt with by Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. So. Yeah, the coffee was tolerable. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I think the hunt will be tolerable. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the same. I just think that Blumhouse just continue to drop these things, even when they're taking parts from other movies that we've seen. Yeah, they take the interesting stuff that I want to see it, you know, done in different ways. They, they try and shape it into something more, yeah. and they're not always successful. I'm not saying that Blumhouse hasn't had some shit, but they at least are trying to take those interesting ideas and do something with them yeah. and modestly budgeted. Really? No, barring... I yeah, well, I've never ever heard anyone say, oh, Blumhouse has lost some money on this. <laughs> <laughs> never. Surprising that. Yeah, they, never, they never. haven't boosted, you know, $100 million on <laughs> anyone that walks through the studio doors. But I mean, Jason Blum said it. They don't They don't make a movie unless they, unless everyone in the office goes, oh, okay, when they, you know, they get the pitch. Mm. And it's the same when you get their trailers, basically, except maybe Truth or Dare. I'd say they passed on the fanatic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they got pitched and they said, get out, John. The involves the test. Yeah, we, we put together a little video with John's portrayal. Ah, uh, get out. <laughs> yeah, definitely an up for me. All right. Let's take a quick break and then I'll come back and um, mangle the cast of the <laughs> facade. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Back in a bit. Train to Busan from 2016. Directed by Sang Ho Yon, who directed The King of Pigs. Produced by Dong Ha Lee. Written by Sang Ho Yon and Ju Suk Park. <laughs> you, you really. <laughs> you're it's going well. You're so going well. Hey, so far, few giggles. Yeah. <laughs> I was laughing before you even tried it. It stars Yu Gong as Sek Wu. Get out. I'll leave it at that. 
There you go. Oh, sure. I didn't really give you a fair chance of that. At, uh, as Keith Callender would say, you'd be fucking awesome. That's his name. I suggest she's a bit of a shut up. <laughs> on you, like, just just coming straight into this, on you, with your, repre- <laughs> your reputation as something of a foreign correspondent that you. <laughs> Oh, I've been Jesus. laughing for the last two minutes before you even said a name. So yeah. <laughs> the budget was um, something I believe it was something like ten billion South Korean won, which actually is eight million US dollars, yep. and it made eighty-seven million worldwide. It was solid, yep. solid work. Is the sixth highest-grossing domestic film in all, of all time in South Korea. <laughs> there you go. Very solid. All right, I'm going to go first on this one. Mate, this is a fucking ripper. Absolute yeah. ripper. It's nothing new in in the zombie genre in terms of, you know, it throws a lot of the usual stuff in there, but it does it so well, and it actually chucks a couple of little twists in, little tweaks that helps. The Some of the issues for me are very minor. It's so fast-paced that it doesn't have time to stop too much for characters. <laughs> um, they're pretty basic, but you know what? They actually managed to wring a bit of emotion out of, the, out of it. Yep. Which I thought was fantastic. Overall, I mean, this is right up there with something like 28 Days Later. It's, it's on a bigger scale and it has more problems, but it's pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, and I gave it four. I really enjoyed it. Yep. I'm right there with you. So I kind of suggested this one because I'd seen it and remembered really you know, being surprised by it, really, really enjoying it. So part of me was like, Gibbo said he wanted to watch a good one. So I was like, yeah, we'll chuck this on. Then he missed it anyway. <laughs> but um, Big nod. But I kind of also wanted to go back and say, was it as good as I remembered? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm right there with you, four, because it's, as you said, the, the zombies aren't anything new, but containing it in that space that they do. Fantastic idea. Managing to kind of get some believability around why they're still on the train and, yep. and things like that. And as you said, the emotion lands. Yeah. Like they, they, ring the, they ring the emotional moments out of it. The characters... Surprisingly um, whilst, so. Yeah, whilst not too deep, bar, barring the, the father-daughter relationship, they do enough that you're really into it. You're, you're yeah. invested, you know, but so... They don't stop to give you much time... To actually look too closely at the characters and go, oh yeah. shit, that was stupid. Mm-hmm. You don't really have much time because they really the pace of it is um, quite cracking. Cracking, yeah, it is. It's a cracking pace. So straight off the bat, the idea of the moving train overrun by a horde of zombies, great idea. Mm. And we hadn't seen it. Yeah, we hadn't actually seen it. The biggest We've seen thing it everywhere else. Yeah, yeah. But it, it and it worked so well because. Yeah. The fact that you basically you've got the nooks and crannies to go in, but mm. you've also got nowhere to hide, really. Yeah, it's basically yeah, yeah. just running down the guts trying to get away from. Yep. And they, um, I mean, initially when I was watching it, I was thinking, how are they going to do this for nearly two hours? Like, how are they going to keep it on the train? And they actually managed to do it quite believably. Like, they have the stop, they have the reasons that they can't get off, basically. Yeah. And you kind of buy them. Everything's overrun, you know, we can't get off here. Yeah. They try and to they, get off and then they're traced back into and it. And then, they, yeah, they go back, they go past the other stations where people are fucking banging 
on the doors saying let us on yeah. you know so you kind of you, you, you're kind of engaged in that small space and you, you just you run with it yeah very cool opening the yeah like going through the checkpoint hitting the yeah, deer yeah pissing and moaning yeah, yeah. <laughs> way, and yeah, yeah. hits the deer drives off the deer gets up. Yeah, and kind of the way it kind of rides and it kind of twists. Like, yeah. I think the back leg, back legs get up first, if I remember. Yeah. Then it, it kind of drags kind of... its head up sideways and kind of... Yeah. Just, yeah. I really like that. Just set the scene. Yep. I also like the fact that they kind of... Even though she's a fast start, I mean, it's... I think you're on the train in the first 15. Yeah, um, I think it's about 15 to 20. But on the train. they kind of drip feed something's wrong for the first 15 minutes. Obviously, the guy hitting the deer and it getting back up on its feet... Yeah, the, the article in the paper about the dead fish. Yep. All the emergency vehicles coming past in the middle of the night, uh, and the fire in the building. Mm. You know, things are starting to we're starting to see something's wrong. Yeah. But they just do enough. They do drip feed, and at that stage, they're still setting up the daughter father chemistry. Yeah. And they well, actually he's a brick of a boat to start with. Yeah, it? yeah, and they actually do that really well because they don't go. It's not heavy on the dialogue between him and his mother, for example, to explain that things aren't going great with his wife and his daughter. It's pretty light there. And then he has that moment with the wee, where he yeah. gives her a wee. That and she cool. just looks over the other side of the room and there's already one sitting there, same box and everything, and it's just like... So you don't actually That's all shit. you see to yeah. know this bloke's, got, this bloke's not doing a great job yeah. here. Like, there's He's a barely spending any time with her. He's not keeping in touch with it. Yep. 25 minutes into the film... And it's just all happening. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And people are infected or <laughs> breaking loose. But, yeah, people are just getting bitten left and right. Yeah. Um, the chase is on. Yeah, there's quite a bit of tension built yep. in those opening exchanges, and which the I way really that, like. Yeah, when they start taking over the train. It's, and they it's, do a quick whip round of the characters we'll, we'll, we'll see more time with. Yeah, yeah. But just then, a quick uh, whip round. The... As you said, that opening where they start to take over it, fuck, it kicks things into high gear. Like, Very The, the intensity just ramps up. I love the shot, the first shot you get where the zombies are fucking clambering over each other. Yeah. And it's like a fucking pile of insects or something. Yeah. You know, they're just charging it. And then the chick that gets attacked in the little vestibule yeah. part and then fucking just just yeah. kind of whips back up straight to her yeah. feet. The big fella's like, oh, shit. You know, that stuff is awesome. And old mate closing the door on the big guy. Yep. It's kind of starting, showing, showcasing again. He's out for himself. Yeah, look after number one. <clears throat> he's not really thinking about, anyone, thinking else. about anyone else. And and to some extent, they're not even his child. Mm. You know, he's he's kind of a little bit... He's not even keeping real good tabs on her either. No. Um, in this situation. So I like that they at least sort of ran that home. I love the idea that you don't actually have to lock the door. Yeah. If you cover the... Yeah, they lose sight. Yeah, they lose sight. They, they didn't they're know not how to operate, operate the door. Didn't know yeah, how to open they don't the know door. how to open the door. I thought that was great. Mm. That, that was, that, they were good ideas because I would. it was all by the numbers, but then there was those little tiny bits where they just kind of tweaked the mythology a little bit. Yeah, like and out of sight, out of mind. Like, yeah, under darkness. Yep. You know, that, that, that stuff was cool. It came in later. Yeah. They just, use it to their advantage perfectly. Yeah, just those couple of little tweaks that make it work for their scenario. And yeah. It kind of reminded me of Dying Light. Yeah, where, yeah. You know, you go out at, you go out at night time day. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Daytime. Daytime, yeah. they're right up your ass. So. Yep. Just the idea that, 
you see all those hundreds of zombies crammed into the train and they're all just sort of banging on the window and everything. It's a really cool sort of shot. And there's another really cool one too where he's running from them and they shoot from the outside of the train. Mm. And so he goes running past through the windows and obviously the train's moving and then you just see all these zombies chasing after him. I thought, yeah, really cool shots. Interesting. You know, they did something with the material. Yeah, inventive stuff. And yeah. they all work because you're holding your breath when that shit's going on. There's military zombies attacking them when they get off the train. Yeah. That was that gold. Dijon Station. Was that it? was awesome. That was an excellent scene. Um, and it was and quite it, lengthy. It really reminded me of 28 Days Later. Yeah. And, the, you know, the, the things with the father and the daughter start to start to come to a head just prior to that. And then the, the fucking the you punch the, the air and the big boffer saves her life. Yeah, yeah. He just comes out of nowhere and jobs that bloke. Yep. And the but yeah, the, the, as you said, the soldiers start to cut a swath. And yeah, it's and they're coming from everywhere. They're falling out the windows. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, one of my favourite moments before that, not long before that, is when they they're showing the news footage. The fucking zombies falling off the chopper. Yeah, if I can fall off the, the helicopters and then Smash get up, the ground, they just get up and oh, chase the guys no. on the skateboards. That was awesome. Yeah, it was so. Again, it's bringing, as you said, this stuff's not new, but just those little moments of inventiveness that just bring a bit of life to it. Best period of the film was when the main guy, the big unit in the blue suit, and the kid with the baseball bat. Yep. gear up and just work their way from one car to the next yep. to get to the daughter and the pregnant woman who are trapped. Yeah. Just awesome. And it's quite, yeah, it's quite prolonged. Yeah. Because they, you know, they they, they have that scene where they just fucking barge through one of them and yep. then they realise that the light and the yep. sound is... And then they sneak through. Advantage. He throws the mobile, it goes off, they go for it. Yeah. You know, there's one where they creep along up in the baggage piece. Yeah. Above. Like, that shit was just awesome. The whole lot of it was just great. Yeah, and it builds back up to... It doesn't really stop much for, for the rest of it, you know. It builds back up to them trying to get back in and the, the little homeless-looking guy crunching the can and... Yeah. Fucking, we're back into it. Then, yeah. Like that bait, he's a liability. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was really hurting things <laughs> at that point. I also like the, the phone call he gets from his mum. Yeah. Where she's turning. You can, yeah, and you, you don't get the sense for, you know, the first seconds, few sentences. She sounds normal. She sounds normal and then she starts kind of yeah. heavy breathing and shit and you're like, oh, what's going on? And then she kind of says, what's that line she says about your wife? Your and wife. She said, that bitch or something like that. that bitch. And I, I'm thinking, yeah, yeah she's, I, I, I kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah, just the, the disoriented in the darkness, I just thought that was just a cool piece because having the train tunnels... It just added this nice kind of the tension was building. They were yeah. trying to get out. It wasn't all just balls to the wall hitting everything. No. They were trying to sort of sneak their way through. There was kind of trying to be a little more clandestine as they worked their way through and they'd wait for the the wait for the tunnel, tunnel to come yeah. through and then they'd do something different. I, I, I liked it. I thought it was a really cool idea. Yeah. <clears throat> and something different again. Mate, the big bopper getting bitten. Oh. I almost teared up. Yeah, yeah, it got you. I mean, you ya. barely know the bloke. I mean, it he's was a like cipher. A, he's a, he's a two-dimensional character. Yeah, but it was kind of it was kind of heartbreaking. Yeah. And then, you know, the way he kind of says the name. Yeah. That's the name. That's the baby's name. And you're just like, oh, shit, you've got me. <laughs> but, yeah, it was just the... Um, 
He goes in a swing, you know. Like, they, yeah, they, they did enough because even though he's not, even though you don't know in depth of the character, you get a sense of the guy's kind of morals and the, the you know the way that he's protecting the kid. And even though the kid's dad's a bit of an asshole and he tells him you're yeah. your dad's an asshole, he's not holding that against her and he's trying to kind of. Yeah. You know, he's kind of connecting, and also he's connecting with the father a little bit. Yeah, and he's a, he's amusing too, yeah. which goes a long way for me. Exactly. Yep. But yeah, I for some reason I got emotional. Yeah. I kind of liked. I had some negatives to the CEO bloke. Yeah. But I did kind of like the bit where they kind of they finally get to safety. Yeah. And then they're kind of ostracised. Yeah. Kind of he breaks it into faction. You're um you're infected. You know nobody knows that they're infected. Yeah. And I think that's part of the point of the movies. And know, I kind of dug classes to, and shit. I kind of dug to they didn't go to the old staple. Someone's been infected, but we don't know it. Yeah. In amongst yeah. the group of survivors. Yep. Initially, I thought they were going to go there with the old lady. Hmm. But they didn't. And I like that, you know. You they kind of flipped it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so they had bit. her just saying, she just fucking gave up, basically. Yeah. But, yeah, I really liked, you know, they were breaking into the factions and the guy with the money was kind of, you know, directing traffic, you know. Everyone yeah. was following his lead and, yeah, it was kind of shit. But it was a nice little moment of, you know, as, as has been done in the genre before, the monsters aren't there. The they're in here. The film, you know? They're in here. The bad guy is here with you. Yep. The cut-off train track just adds another wrinkle, another st- raise the stakes. How the hell do we get past this? Yep. We've got to disembark. We've got to find another train. We've got to get on outside the, the, the busted-up bits Yeah. and get, get moving again. And then old mate goes fucking full villain and starts fucking throwing people to the wolves left and right. <laughs> He's just an asshole, isn't he? <laughs> Even the bloke that saves him on the track. He puts the bloody train driver in the, yeah, in the, in the shit too. Yeah. Uh, and then that's followed by the train on fire that then jumps yeah. the track and takes out everything. Which came out of nowhere. Yeah. You could look at that and say, oh, it's pushing the, pushing the boundaries a little bit, but... I enjoyed I it. Like it just added another wrinkle. From a visual perspective, if anything, mm. um, it looked great and it, it just added again that wrinkle. I love the shot, though, when the train hits and you get a slow-mo shot inside where everyone goes... Yeah, the yeah. Roof. Yep. That was really cool. Got, again, I got emotional over the young baseball bloke and his missus. Yeah, well that was she cool. I bit. like how they I like how they just showed the shot from you know he's crying and then they just pull back and she bites him. She just, she bites just him. fucking bites him and he just sits there and yeah. takes it. Yeah, got a little emotional there. Yeah, a little bit, not yep. too emotional, but enough. I, I also there was two really great shots that kind of finished it off for me. The high shot of the survivors trying to chase down the train and then yeah. the zombies coming from just everywhere. Yep. And then you end up with the chain of zombies just hanging yeah, off the yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. And then the final shot of him yeah. just falling off the train in shadow. Nice, nice way to do it in yep. shadow there. Just kind of falls off the train. Yep. And look, I've got a couple of dislikes with that last bit about him. Yep. Um, but I think As it did was I. cathartic moments. type of moment. Yeah, and that moment hit because the girl was doing... Yeah. She was really putting in the acting performance. Yeah. Little kid, the way she was just crying and wouldn't stop and... Yeah, I thought she was great for yeah. that last scene. 
and he obviously that builds to him and having the little flashbacks and things. So, yeah, yeah, that was cool. As he's changing. Yep. He's changing into a zombie, but he's still having. Yeah, the shot of him, the shot of him with his eyes turning white. Yeah. But then kind of smiling and yeah. while he's crying. And it's like, you think about it, and you're like, that's kind of the fucking the first moment he's he's smiled in the movie, yeah, really. Yeah. yeah, it was really good. Uh, any other big likes for you? No, no, we pretty much covered them all. I just thought, yeah, it's, it was really well done. It's just a good piece of entertainment, but it's got enough of that commentary on class systems and shit yeah. like that that it, it fits nicely with some of the better zombie, zombie picks. So. Yeah, yeah. Dislikes. As I said before, due to the, just the sheer pace of the film, it's moving so quickly for so long that we really don't... We get nothing but basic characterizations. Yep. You barely know most of the characters except for the father and his daughter. Yep. That's, that's fleshed out a little bit because they have that extra 15 minutes at the start where they get to build. Mm. The big boppy, you don't really know him that well. The two old people, you you see them a couple of times, and that's it. Yeah. The big bopper, at least, he you get his wife's pregnant. Yep. He's got that sort of back and forth kind of jibing with the hey, father. Asshole. Yeah, that sort of stuff's there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then you got the baseball kid, but really, he's not much to it. The baseball, the baseball kids, and the two old ladies were the ones that really, for me. By the end of it, I just looked at the, the old ladies and I said the purpose they served was just to get that door open. Yeah, and I didn't like that. Yeah. I found that lazy. The, yes. The, the, the fact that she just randomly, she opens the door on a whim yeah. after looking at her partner, I assume. And I thought it was her sister. Oh, was it her sister? <laughs> Couldn't well, really could be wrong. <laughs> well, either way, either way yeah. they were friends or sisters or whatever. She looks at her and, and, and she just kind of yeah, gives up. Yeah. That's kind of like, but that's you've done such a good job to try and sort of keep everyone's motivations legit. Yeah. And then you pull that. It's kind of a lazy move. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, okay, maybe there were, there were not a lot of good options as to how you would get that door open. Because who the hell would open the door? Yeah, I just, I don't know. I think there could have been something. There could have been something there. Or you could what have made a reason. Of that they've learned to open the door. You could have, well, I, I, as you said, I liked that they didn't. I liked that they couldn't, and I didn't really want them. I've seen it yeah. in other movies where they learned to open a door, and I really disliked it. I think the thing for me was perhaps that could have worked, but just the motivation for why she does it is a bit more clearer than well, well, you really, always did everything for everyone else. We so probably needed more. Yeah. In the early stages of those two characters to yeah, get a yeah. sense of who they were. Yeah. Because we didn't get anything. Yeah. And the CEO, fuck, he was as as bad as bad could be. Yeah. You know? He was an asshole from the get-go. Yeah. I did like him down the stretch, as I said, when he goes into full-blown <laughs> villain territory. Yeah, he's doing but, everything, everybody, he's stepping on everyone. Yeah, yeah, but... It just kind of it felt... Is, it is... Uh, he was very one-note. He had no redeeming qualities at all. No. There was no arc. There was nothing. Yep. They do kind of play with the how long it takes to turn, depending yeah. upon what you needed. Exactly, yeah. They kind of made it for their own terms. Because like, the first one to turn... just get to their feet. Yeah, the first one to turn takes a while. Yeah. And then, as you said, people just get get fucking hammered and then they're straight back up. 
Yeah. And then so you had the big bopper. He plays fast and loose. Yeah. The, the father, you know, they all kind of, because they had things to say. Yeah. And so it just felt a little bit like, yeah, we're playing a little bit fast with what we, the, the, the rules, so to speak. Yes. I would agree with that. Um, I actually thought, you know, you brought up the budget, which wasn't heavy. And it's funny because I thought the CGI looked okay, but it also stands out that it's CGI. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's sort of, I hesitate to go with disliking it because I felt for the most part that the effects worked okay, but it's just that it's so obvious. Like you look at it and you say, yeah, it looks all right. But you know that's you know when it's CGI. Yeah, well you could see it from just the sheen of it. Yeah, kind of looked cartoonish. Yeah, yeah. In parts, and it's funny because some of that stuff was this, was what I liked most. Like when the zombies were clambering over the top of each other. Yeah, that was CGI. But I liked the idea of it. But, I liked but the look you're of saying it that the I would not have said they were bad. No, like really no. bad. Not at all. And considering it's eight million dollar budget. Yeah. US budget. That's pretty much as good as you can hope for, yeah, really. Like. I think so. There was all those conversations on the phone with Kim. Yeah. That I just remember thinking, is there a payoff here? And then there was zero payoff. Yeah. And I was kind of like, so what was the point of the conversation? Well, with I think Kim? it was, the, well, it was to get him off the station at Day, Day, what's it called? Day John or whatever. Oh, yeah. Because um, um, if you get out there and you go this way, I've yeah. got a friend who can help you out. He was going to organise that, so that's what it was initially, but then the last one is that Kim finds out that their company was involved, involved in this, yeah, or something. That was the one where I was kind of like, that felt like it was supposed to be a really big moment, but it wasn't really. Well, there was no point to it. Yeah. It, it had I no think point. It, I think that was, what I took out of that was part of the social commentary. I felt like you're part of the elite and the zombies are the first. But yet you created this. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's kind of what I got, but it, yeah, it just felt like it It wasn't quite the moment that I think you could have, it out to be. You could have done with it. Like, this movie was such an entertaining ride. You could you could have, even if the social commentary wasn't there, I wouldn't have been too unhappy with yeah. the way it sort of played out. Yeah, well, that's it. A, wasn't a mo- it, it, it was a rolling, a real rollicking sort of ride that threw in a couple of emotional moments. And they hit. Yep. So, strangely enough, I would have just been accepting that, yeah, okay, it's no deeper than that. Yeah. But who cares? Uh, and the last one for me is when he actually fighting the zombie at the end, he, for some stupid reason, put his arm around his head right at mouth level. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah. it seemed like it was on purpose. Yeah. To stop him from biting anyone else. That, yeah, for me... You've been through so much that it was just like, I felt like they overdid the kind of self-sacrifice. Yeah, because happened. Big Bobber was self-sacrifice. Well, he got he got bitten. He got bitten and sacrificed. The first old lady. Yep. Stands at the door shaking her head. Yeah. The liability, <laughs> the homeless fella, uh, who continues to bloody put everybody in the pulp until yeah, he decides to... That's right, he decides to step in, in, in the way yeah, and saves a little girl. Saves a little girl. Bay. But then the dad does it too. And I kind of... I loved that moment at the end when he fell off the train and it was like the first moment of him doing something for someone else. But it also felt like you've been through such a ride to get here... That it was kind of cheating the the, the the little girl a little bit. 
for the story's sake, but... I guess, as you said, too, they'd, they'd used it so often. Yeah. It sort of become a little bit kind of blasé now. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I could be... Maybe it wasn't on purpose. Maybe it was just <laughs> clumsy, but... Yeah. I felt like there was a couple of ways he could have gone before that. Mm. Like, shut the door on the bloke when you saw his eyes were... <laughs> I don't know how you were going to get back in for the uh, to stop the train. To stop the train, but you could have had a couple of minutes to think about that while the door was shut. Well, I'm thinking you throw him off the. He comes at you. Well, that's it. That's what I thought. You would have been trying Grab to grab him by the bloody pills and point <laughs> <laughs> him off. Yeah, yeah. One hand around the agates. What's called the is a reverse squirrel. <laughs> Chuck him off. <laughs> Um, yeah, look, it, it kind of... I actually kind of felt like he should have survived. Yeah, that's what I... I've, I, felt, I felt that it would have would have still been acceptable. I felt like it would have worked either way. Yeah, because, because the, the, he'd shown that he was willing to sacrifice for his daughter. Yeah, the sacrifice... The him jumping off at the end and sacrificing himself was sort of like... You get why they did it. Yeah. But, it, yeah, I, I almost would have liked to see him because he'd been through a bit of the heartache with the big fella and yeah. it would have been nice to to perhaps just finish it the other way. But, yeah, not a huge not a huge quibble because it, 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 it still packed the emotional punch. So. It did. Any other likes, uh, dislikes, anything else? No, that was, uh, that was all mine covered. I didn't have a lot. I really I enjoyed it. I believe there's a sequel it. in the works. Is that not true? Yes, I think so. I haven't heard haven't heard on it for a little while. Be interesting to see how they go about it. Yeah, it seems like perhaps it would have to be, I don't know, an alternate take of someone at the same time. Maybe. Period, or it's going to be well after that, which would be, I don't know. I, I like, I think it would be hard to replicate because would, this one had that kind of factor where everyone was in a panic because this was just happening. Would... Would they be, you know, it's called Train to Busan. We're back on a train. I mean, how how are we going to get those things to happen? So it'll be interesting to see what they do mm. and how they handle it. I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there. All right, that's Train to Busan. You can find us on Podomatic, iTunes and Spotify. Send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. What about Deezer? Still, Deezer still, still, still haven't back to me. <laughs> yeah, just keep an eye out on that one. <laughs> Stay posted. Yeah, 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 I'll keep you posted on that. Facebook, we're at Thrill Me Podcast Australia, Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com, and Instagram at thrillmepodcastau. Keep an eye on our Facebook page for more details of what we're going to cover for the next episode. But until then, take it easy, and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.